Hey, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Mic Conversations of Hope. My dad, Mike, is normally the host, but today I'm hijacking his microphone and we're just going to have some fun conversations today. So yeah, actually hijacking my mic is probably uh, an okay thing. We wanted to kind of shift a little bit today because, uh, man, the first eight episodes of this podcast have done much better than I ever had dreamed that they would. So thank you all for listening. We really appreciate your support. And we kind of wanted to go in a different direction today because some of the topics that we've talked about are pretty heavy. So I've invited my kids to join me today and just give a little insight into their lives and what's going on for teens. We should probably start by introducing everyone. So around the table here, we've got to my left, my favorite son. Joshua, tell us a little bit about who you are. My name is Joshua Stone. I'm 15 years old and I play baseball. And that's your existence? Yes. It's pretty much correct. Um, We'll dig a little deeper there though in a little bit. So across from me is our our new host for today's episode, my daughter, Malia. Um, Tell us a little bit about you. Well... Uh, I'm Malia. I'm 17, and I am a part of the JV basketball team. Our season just ended, and we were 11 and 9, I think. I'm into horses. I really like horses. Yeah, that's me. And those are my kids. I've got two kids. I've got a favorite daughter and a favorite son. And I can't help but notice that there's a fourth person at the table here today. I'm not sure I quite know who he is. Can you um, can you introduce him for us and well, then have him? This is my boyfriend, Carter. We've been together for almost seven months on Friday. Carter, tell us who you are and what you are currently doing. Mm-hmm. All right, my name's Carter Sapp. I'm 19, I'm a college student at the University of Finley. Um, my major is sports management. I'd like to one day work in uh, at a university in athletics. That fits right in with our family. So, um, well, Carter, do we like you? Uh, majority, you know. Um, you don't like how I'm a Michigan fan, but that's, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I can't understand. The first time I think I met him, he came in the house with a Michigan shirt on. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, that was, that was a trying day. Yeah. But we've gotten along pretty well. Uh, other yeah. than that, we don't talk about it. Um, we're going to have many conversations just like about popular topics and what teenagers are kind of raging about. So what, what do we want to start with? We could start with social media. Social media, which would be, for me, it's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For you guys, that would be... Um, more Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram... Um, one that's more popular for girls is Visco and well, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Twitter. So you guys all use that, right? Other than Snapchat yeah. for me. Yes. Yeah. Why, why don't you use Snapchat? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I got taken away over the summer and it's actually helped a lot. So yeah, we, we want to touch on that just a little bit because you actually said you wanted to talk about social media. And it's not all positive, even coming from you. So, yeah, just briefly, there was an incident over the summer where you were just like glued to your phone and it was it was mostly Snapchat. And so we decided as mean parents to restrict, actually to take it away. We took it away from you. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that experience since because you weren't real happy about it at the time. Well, at first I was very 
upset and disappointed and angry because like that was one of my apps that I'd used the most and I contacted all my friends through it and it was just fun for me. Then when I got taken away, I was still just very upset and angry and then. So you made us feel like this was like, <laughs> like taking this away, you would no longer have friends. That's kind of the approach that you gave us was. Yeah, I was kind of being a little overdramatic. Yeah, wow. But, um, and uh, as time went on, I started to realize that my, well, both you and mom were saying that I was starting to get more creative and I was finding my own things to do. Like I remember I started making these little bracelets out of yarn and I was making them for like my friends and even for me. And it would just take some time, like it wouldn't be a time waster, but it was like using my brain in different ways than being hooked on my phone. And I just started to realize that my stress level went down because social media brings a lot of drama and can bring negativity and is like, it's, there's a lot of bullying and um, just things that go on behind the scenes and like any app that you use that some people don't really realize. There's just like a lot of situations that I would get stuck into and then conversations would go on and chats and stuff and then I would just be in the middle of it and I wouldn't know what to do and then my friends were coming to me angry and just different things like that. So it was a good break. It's a good, been a really good break from Snapchat. And I don't think I'll re-download it on my phone just for myself either. So I'm going to ask Carter, you, you were actually on Snapchat too at the time. Are you still yeah. on Snapchat? No, I have deleted it too, because she was the only one I, uh, really contacted. Really? Me. Okay. So now I don't have Snapchat anymore. No. Okay. No. Wow. So you guys have come to the light. We have. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> what a, what a great, and, and, I have to just say, mom and dad were right. <laughs> would you admit that? Yeah, I would now. <laughs> At the time, it was a little. Um, it was I just rough. thought that you were just yeah. trying to do it for, on purpose, but yeah, yeah. oh, we did on purpose, yeah. but it wasn't because we just wanted to make your life miserable. So, so Joshua, we got to bring you into the conversation. You, uh, you were a Snapchatter. You. Um, you, but you have your your little social media kick is different than Snapchat. Tell us what you're into right now. I actually just got a view of this this morning. We, we hadn't planned on really what we were going to talk about, but I got a view of this this morning. Tell us what you're into. Well, I like uh, Instagram. I use Snapchat too, uh, but I like uh, TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> So I, just, you know, I have to be honest. This is the proud dad moment. You guys, you and your friends did a little harmless. It was actually very creative. I'm, I'm really, I have to say I'm proud of you. <laughs> Explain what you guys did last night. You went to the basket, the high school basketball game. And then after the game, you went to Walmart. What, why would, why would teenage guys need to go to Walmart after a high school basketball game? Well, we live in Ohio, so there's not much more to do. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but uh, we put in for like three three or four weeks that we're going to go. We're going to get a picture of ourselves and like farmers, and we're going to Photoshop it into like a cotton field and then make it all black and white. And then we were going to print out a picture at Walmart, get it on a picture frame and stuff, and then we were going to go to Cracker Barrel because they've got all the black and white pictures on the wall, and we were going to put that picture on the wall and see if anybody would notice. 
And I was introduced to TikTok because you guys actually TikTok. Is that how you say it? You TikToked that whole event of of actually picking up the frame at Walmart and paying for it and walking into Cracker Barrel and sitting at your table and putting a little adhesive thing on, which by the way, if anybody uh, comes after you, you're going to have to spend time washing dishes there because I'm not going to remove the <laughs> adhesive off of their little frame. But you get the safe, safe, ones. <laughs> get the safe ones. Okay, that's that's again. I'm even more proud of you. But so yeah, so you TikTok that, and that was the first um, TikTok that I've seen from you, and uh, it was a proud dad moment. I mean, that was some good harmless fun, and I hope the one day go into Cracker Barrel and still see it there because it just blends in so well. So, um, you know, back to back to just the social media thing. Um, you guys are in a generation where I hate to say this, but when I was growing up, we didn't even have cell phones. OK, so this technology is moving forward so much faster than it used to. Um, so we didn't have to deal with all the stuff you guys are dealing with, the distractions that you're getting from your cell phones and all the apps on your cell phones and all those things were not in existence when I was your age. So, but that's normal, right? In school, you guys now are allowed to use your phones in school. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So tell us what that looks like at school. I mean, I, I just, part of me imagines just everybody TikToking and tweeting and everything all day long at school, but I know that's not the case. So how do you guys, what's, what's it look like at school? Well, for me, there's a lot of kids in all of my classes that tend to either not pay attention or they always have AirPods in their ears and they always just start listening to music. And or, you're allowed to do that at school. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and they always have them in their ear and they're just little, small little things. So it's not like you can't see a string or a cord or anything. So if a teacher tells you to put it away, you can just cover it up by covering your ear. You, they like to, kids like to listen to music a lot. Um, Snapchat is the biggest one most likely. Um, I think some of my friends have at least in a 40 minute time span, probably 20 to 30 snaps that roll in on their phone just because how many people they snap, how many, like how quick they respond, how many times they like text them throughout the day how many if they're in a group chat how many people are in it so it just depends um and they can tend to get kind of caught in their phones instead of paying attention to what is going on in the class um and then another thing would probably be instagram if they are just sitting in class and they feel like the topic's getting too boring they'll pull out their phones and they'll just scroll so it's a lot, big distraction at schools and i know that some teachers are fine with you having your phones out at certain times of the class period if we're doing work or anything, but then there's other teachers where it's like you have to put your phone in a caddy before you even walk into the classroom. So you realize you are just calling out everyone at your high school now and the <laughs> teachers are now well informed mm -hmm. and you are in big trouble. Yeah, I'm kind of calling myself out. <laughs> oh, so that's something that mom and dad should know about. Joshua, can you live without your phone? Probably could, but it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> wow. What do you guys do for fun? Joshua, start us <laughs> off here. Uh, I, I like to uh, watch sports like on TV. Uh, I like to play video games when, I, when I'm allowed to, and uh, I like to be on my phone also and hang out with friends too. And um, deface public property. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Again, proud dad. Proud dad. 
Leah, you already said that you like horses and we've, you know, horses are expensive. So we've not been able to let you indulge in that as much, but you actually found a way to do that on your own and, and actually it, it benefits you in a couple ways. Yeah, I did. Um, over the summer last year, I decided that I wanted to find a job and a way to make money. And now that I turned 16 and I got my license, I wanted to try and save money for a car. All summer, I worked out at a horse barn, scooping poop and sweeping, <laughs> sweeping the floor. And just that whole setting for me, just the barn and being outside and being around the horses and everything for me is just fun. Um, and that is actually how me and Carter met. <laughs> um, so you got to do what you wanted to do, hang out with horses. You were making money while you were having fun. <laughs> and you brought home a boyfriend. I did. So I noticed that at the barn, he was very shy. He was very introverted. Didn't really say much. He was just very there to get the job done. And then he was leaving. So my goal was to get him to talk and... My mom actually has a thing where it's almost like it's a project where you go and you try and get someone to open up to you and talk to you and get to like know them and to like get to know them and they get to know you a little bit more. So I was like, Carter is going to be my project for the summer. So. Wow. You get to be a project. <laughs> I got to be a project. <laughs> yeah. a project. <laughs> um, so then I was just. I would go in and purposely go in and clean the same stall as him and uh, I'd try and talk to him and I would talk to him about like teachers and classes and just different little things and then we finally started getting to talking more and then um, I noticed that he would wait for me during breaks and we'd go and walk together to our 15 minute short break in the lounge and then we'd walk back and at the end of the work day he'd walk me to my car and then we'd stand and say goodbye and then we believe so but yeah but yeah for fun i just i like to work and that's another fun thing for me um just being in that environment i've all since i've been in kindergarten i was always like riding horses and i've always just been around them and um even if i didn't get to ride them i just love being close to them and being able to like pet them and walk them and take them out to the pasture and clean their stalls and things like that. So, so Joshua, what, so what's going on in your life? You have a baseball hat on. It's a Diamond Hawks. So shout out to the Ohio Diamond Hawks. You're you're also on your high school baseball team. Tell us. I know that's a big part of your life. You love baseball. You love sports, but baseball is your thing. You guys have already started. We're in middle of February here, and you guys are already starting baseball. So uh, tell us what's going on in your life. Uh, for uh, Findlay, like the high school team, we started Monday at 6 in the morning. Have you ever so, been up at 6 o'clock in the morning? Not for baseball. Well, not, not for a baseball practice. Because I don't normally see you before noon on, on Saturdays. That's not true. That's not true. That's more you, Malia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. So, 6 o'clock on Monday. That's... Um, Baseball, but official, right? That's the official first day. Yeah, that's uh, that's the first day, and then uh, uh, over the summer, I play for the Ohio Diamond Hawks, and that won't be as early in the morning because that's actually a travel team, and and we do uh, weekend tournaments there, and so 
really great group of people there. Um, you know, the one thing I would say about sports is both of you have some really great teammates and um, their parents are really great. It's just a really kind of a, a tight community um, at the high school level. And so uh, lots of fun there. Hey, Dad. So since I hijacked your podcast today, I thought it would be fun to do a short little Q&A with everybody. So first question is, what would be your dream vacation spot? Okay. Carter. Dream vacation. Yeah, dream vacation. Uh, probably Australia uh, or Turks and Caicos. Mm. You could do both. Yeah. And yeah. take us with you. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Yeah, those are great spots. Um, Dad, what would you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm next, right? So, well, before you guys were around, your mom and I went to a place called St. Lucia down in the Caribbean. It was a beautiful place. I think it's become more commercial now, but I would love to go back and spend a week on the beach. Josh? Uh, I'd probably go anywhere with uh, sports or Australia. It's always seemed pretty cool. You and Carter can go together. Yeah. I don't think they play baseball as much as they play cricket down there, so you might have to brush up on your cricket. I could see you guys playing cricket. Oh, yeah. yeah Definitely, right. yeah. I'd like to give that a try, too. So, cricket. So, what about you? I would probably choose Turks and Caicos and Take China. anybody with you? Or? We'll see. <laughs> China. Yeah, tell us about China. Why China? So, when I was 10 months old, I was actually adopted by... My parents from China. Um, I would want to go back because I want to know what my background was and where, basically, where I was born and what culture I lived around for the first ten months of my life. Um, I've always had questions about like why my birth parents gave me up and just different questions about what it was like to be in China. And so, yeah, I would just like to go there to. Check everything out. The culture and, and all those fun things. Um, we spent two weeks over there. Most of that time was with you, but you don't remember it. So, yeah, we need to go back. And I think that sounds like a potential podcast down the road. What do mm-hmm. you think? Yep. All right, so listen for that one. I do have one more. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite scripture? Oh, good one. So mine is Psalm 42, 1, and it says, As a deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. And kind of the background behind that is uh, a few years ago, my dad um, was kind of on tour and had a booth set up for American World Adoption um, with Casting Crowns, and I got to meet... Um, Mark Hall. Uh, I got to meet his daughter, Reagan. I got to meet Reagan Hall, and she was very sweet ever since I've met her. And at all the concerts, I've always um, seen her and given her a big hug, and we've talked a little bit. But this concert kind of popped out to me specifically because uh, towards the end of the night, she actually gave me one of her necklaces, and that necklace had some. Uh, 42 on it and I just have always liked the verse and um, getting that necklace was kind of uh, special to me especially coming from her so very cool very cool who's next 
Okay. Uh, mine, yeah, mine is First uh, Corinthians thirteen seven eight. It is love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. And um, I was looking up uh, cool scripture tattoos, and uh, that came up. And uh, I love the meaning. It just I think it means just. Um, through everything, love will always be there, and it's um, gonna unite two people like uh, Maylia and me. And um, uh, hopefully, one day I can get it as a tattoo. Um, so yeah, actually, that's a that would be a great tattoo. Yeah. So Joshua, what's yours? Second Timothy one seven. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self control. Nice, I like that. And what's what's the purpose behind that? What what makes that your favorite? Uh, I like it because we're not supposed to fear what's ahead of us on the road, but we're supposed to go go at it with all the power we've got. Okay, I like that. God, um, as long as we're following God, uh, He's promised to uh, not give us that spirit of fear. And uh, very cool. Well, mine's a little longer, but this goes back years and years ago. Probably the first time I read through my Bible entirely, and I ran across Psalm 139. And it's just always been my favorite. And it says, You search me, O Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you have created my inward being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My hidden frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. And I think that's probably, um, you know, just the majesty and, and the wonder of God. But uh, I love the fact that uh, verse 16 says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Uh, kind of a comfort as you go through life to know that God knows the beginning from the end. Mm-hmm. So. so that's all I've got for today. So thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to my dad's podcast, Behind the Mic, Conversations of Hope. Stay tuned for more episodes. So I want to thank my daughter, Malia, for hosting today. And I also want to thank my son, Joshua, and Carter for joining us as well. We hope you guys just had fun with us today and got to know us a little bit better. Please do subscribe Behind the Mic, Conversations of Hope. Follow us on social media. And we will see you next time on Behind the Mic, Conversations of Hope.